0: For complete details.
1: This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. Tell you what, that was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Go to the races!
2: Touchdown! he's done it again.
1: Now here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. Add a draft from each
0: spot in your 12-team league. We've got a pick-by-pick series breaking this down on the website, cbssports.com slash fantasy. Very informative stuff. Check it out. But right now, we'll give it to you on the podcast. So we've got the whole gang here. I'm Adam Azer, joined by Dave Richard, Jamie Eisenberg, Heath Cummings, and Ben Gretsch. And the four of them did a draft where they each had three picks. And they each uh, constructed a team from three different draft spots, and we'll talk about the strategies that they used. Want to remind you, we have a mailbag coming up tomorrow, so get your questions in via Apple Podcasts and via email fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Jamie, I know this is something that we've been rolling out on the website, this pick by pick series, pretty useful. Um, you know, what, what can you tell uh, the people about this series?
3: Well, it's something we've done for years. Uh, it, it's really, you know, I think a good exercise in what you would do if you get that draft slot you know a lot of times we get the question is what do I do if I have pick five what do I do if I have pick ten and this is just an outline you can follow obviously everybody's going to have a different take if they had that own draft spot to manage themselves but you know uh, it's just I think a blueprint of here are some players that could be available here are some uh, options that you could you know uh, consider and I I enjoy reading it uh, from everybody's perspective you know I, I think uh, you know Ben, Dave, and, and Heath give a great outline of the picks that they uh, you know are in charge of. So it's 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 a really good uh, good exercise. You know, once you get that draft spot, when you find out what your, uh, your draft order is.
0: So Jamie had picks one, five, and nine. Heath had picks two, six, and ten. Dave had three, seven, and eleven. And Ben yeah. had four, eight, and twelve. And, and guys, we're we're all here today. That's that's cool. I like it. Five man show. Because nobody wanted me to be part of this pick by pick series. So I'm just moderating. Um, Anyway, we got a lot of news
2: and notes to get to as well. Is that you asking to be part of the next pick by pick series? You want to have a couple of teams? Do you know how to write?
1: What? Yeah, I didn't know he knew how to write. What not to do from pick number two? (laughs) Do
0: I know how to write? My writing is really pretty awful. You should let me write just so you can make fun of me because I know how much everybody likes to make fun of me. Let me write an article.
3: you contribute to our magazine for a similar process that we go through where, you know, I, I ask you guys each a question about your team and I have to do the most editing with that. Oh, well, that can't be true. Can't <laughs> be true. <clears throat> All
0: right. Listen, DeAndre Hopkins back at practice. That's good. But update on a couple of backfields here. Joe Mixon um, on HQ. We talked to someone today, right? Uh, that said Joe Mixon's passing game role, his role in the passing game, not necessarily going to increase that Giovanni Bernard's going to, you know, still have that role, right? I get that right? Yes. Yes. I got
2: um,
3: it right. Uh, Tyler Dragon of the Cincinnati Choir said 30 to 40 passes is what he would expect for Mixon. Um, he said just the way that Zach Taylor likes to use his running backs, that he's going to use Giovanni Bernard still in that role. So if you are not expecting Mixon to take that big leap, then this is something that you're going to buy into. But Tyler also said that he's going to get a lot of work on the ground, and they're going to lean on him as their workhorse guy. So um, you know, he's, he's a back end of the first-round pick.
0: Uh, from Zach Stevens, a tweet from him at Broncos beat writer Fangio on Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. Quote: I anticipate both playing enough where we really don't have to designate a starter. Heath, your reaction to that?
1: There's been a lot of buzz this week about improvements that Philip Lindsay's made as a pass catcher. I think the way we've all kind of approached this is they might split on the ground, but Melvin Gordon's going to catch 50 or 60 passes, so it won't matter as much. If they're just splitting. It's it's bad news for Melvin Gordon in round three, and it's amazing news for Philip Lindsay in round 10. Those two ADPs probably need to be closer than they are.
0: Does anybody buy that? Because I thought pass protection was really the big issue for, for Philip Lindsay.
2: Philip Lindsay was terrible in pass protection, but according to Pro Football Focus, Melvin Gordon was only nominally better. Royce Freeman was actually the best of the three in terms of pass protection. Uh, But uh, he Lindsay would have to make incredible strides in the passing game in order to take some of that role away from Melvin Gordon. Melvin's good as a pass catcher. I guess my question
1: would be because we're kind of just taking the idea that Ronald Jones has made these huge, huge leaps on third down. Is it more likely that Ronald Jones has than Philip Lindsay has?
2: Yes. Why? Well, Because well, we've seen Ronald Jones have a fairly efficient year as a pass catcher, he just had one last year. Caught a high amount of his catches, had a nice receiving average, and he continued to work on it during the offseason. We know that Lindsey did too, but before this offseason, Lindsey wasn't as prolific as a pass catcher. I think he had six drops, something like that. So he wasn't nearly as efficient as Ronald Jones was.
4: One thing I would note on Lindsey, he is a bad pass protector, but they threw him a lot of passes per route that he ran. So like he would play on passing downs only when he was going to get out into a route and they were throwing him some like wide They were splitting him out and throwing him some like wide receiver screens late last year. But yeah, I've mentioned before the the yards per run stat, how there's a, a way you can break that out to targets per route run. Lindsay, very strong targets per route run for a running back. So it might not be that he plays a ton on passing downs, but when he's out there, they might actually be designing more plays for him than a lot of other backs in the league.
3: And there was could, also a it could be he's of, playing on on non passing situations where he doesn't you right. know, have to face a blitz or he doesn't have to face a situation where he mm-hmm. is just asked asked to pass block. You know, so if he's out in a route, then he can show off potentially what his ability is.
2: There was a report that Melvin Gordon was struggling to like get used to the the altitude the altitude, altitude yeah. in Denver. And I noticed something else. Sirius Exxon goes to training camp every year. They didn't go to training camp this year because, you know, COVID. But they every time they talked about, you know, all the great additions and then the team, they they never mentioned Melvin and they always talked about Lindsay. And that kind of resonated with me. I, I wonder if there's something up there that maybe Lindsay's gonna certainly have a bigger role than we all anticipated.
0: Nick Chubb doing well as he recovers from a concussion. Cliff Kingsbury said this about Chase Edmonds. We all feel like he's a starting running back in this league. All right. Some some Chase Edmonds buzz. A lot of Bryce Love buzz as Ron Rivera praised Bryce Love. Uh, Jamie, is Bryce Love going to be one of the biggest draft risers before it's all said and done?
3: I think so, and I think he should. You know, I mean, you're looking at a 35-year-old starter ahead of him that is clearly not the future. So at some point, I think they've got to give Love an opportunity to uh, you know, show his chops and the other guy in Antonio Gibson is, you know, going to be on passing down situations more times than not, or, or used as a pass catcher more times than not. So love is uh, you know, has the ability to be a featured back. We saw it in college, you know, before his knee injury. And I think, you know um, we had this conversation on HQ earlier on, on Thursday, there's like a handful of guys that once you get toward round eight through 10 that, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, love. I think Damien Harris is going to be a draft riser as well. Uh, Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, healthy or not, Chase Edmonds, Alexander Madison. Um, I don't know if Tony Pollard qualifies just yet, but maybe he's in that group also. But just, uh, and I may be missing a guy or two, but just those guys, and maybe it's the Justin Jackson, Josh Kelly winner. Um, Those guys are going to be the premier stash candidates that you can draft. And in some cases, it's injury related. Edmonds sort of toes the line, Madison, we know. Uh, But Scott, Ben's talked about, you know, what his role should be. I agree. Um, Harris, uh, clearly there's an opening right now for him to be special. Um, Love is in in that same category that if these guys get featured roles, my gosh, they could be special.
1: And and Adam, it's it's it's. Training camp, and we're not going to get preseason games, so we're all bit like working off some rust. So I, I, I say this with love, and just to try to help you as you move into the season, you you don't have to say Bryce Love Buzz. You could just say a lot of Bryce Love. Bryce yeah, Love, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I th- yeah, all right, fair enough, Heath. That's kind of your game, so I will defer to you on those types of puns. But uh, all right, I'll work on that. Tyreek Hill hurt his hamstring. He tw- Ty tweaked his. Ham? No. No, it didn't work. Didn't work. Uh, but he hurt his hamstring. We'll keep an eye on that. Tyreek Hill. Des Bryant is working out for the Ravens today. Any scenario where you guys would be drafting Des Bryant if the Ravens signed him?
4: No.
3: 14-team okay. league? 16-team league? Yeah.
1: Um, Possibly like a 20-round 20, yeah, 20 draft. Possibly, sure. Alden Smith
0: having a good camp for the Cowboys. Pass rusher that they brought in you know before he dealt with some issues he was one of the premier pass rushers in the nfl they got a
2: hell of a pass rush building there yeah potentially they got him everson griffin uh demarcus lawrence they're they're coming along nicely i wish gerald mccoy had stayed healthy. yeah right
3: that's the thing you wish
2: They, they need a big body in between those guys
0: they have don terry poe but they certainly could have used gerald mccoy Uh, K.J. Hamler, rookie wide receiver for the Broncos, he's out a couple weeks with a hamstring injury. And just two more news items here. McCole Hardman is expected to remain as the primary kick and punt returner, according to The Athletic. Ben, does that bother you at all as someone who's very high on McCole Hardman? Do you think that takes him off the field for the snaps that we want him on the field for?
4: It doesn't bother me. I mean, it might take him off a little bit, but the idea with him was always this hope that... um, he'll at least get somewhere in the range of like 60% to 70% of the snaps. I don't think he is probably somebody that's going to play every single snap offensively. Um, there were some games where he was playing well below 50% and he really only played above 50% when Tyree kill was injured. So this injury for Tyree kill now potentially opens up a huge role for Hardman. But if, if Hill's fine, you're just hoping that Hardman's out there enough. And, and there's plenty of guys that do the kick and punt returning and still play over 50% of offensive snaps. So, he can still get the, the bump that we're hoping for.
3: Jalen Rager is also being used in that same role for the Eagles. At least they're trying him out like that. Uh, Preston Williams is doing that for the Dolphins. So, you know, you're starting to see some guys that, you know, uh, clearly they, they're they good with the ball in their hands, you know, so that's why I think you want them in that particular role. But uh, Hardman, <laughs> you know, it's funny. We, we talked about this with the Tyreek Hill injury and Sammy Watkins missing time apparently with uh, uh, was a hamstring or quad or something. I forget what it was. Um, but he's missed several practices, according to uh, Adam Teicher. That if if this happens, where Tyree kills out for an extended period of time, Ben's going to win a lot of leagues because of all the Mikael Hardman shares that he has.
1: <laughs> and, um, also, yeah. looks like Jeff Legwold of ESPN said that Melvin Gordon hurt his ribs during practice. So. Oh boy! Oh boy! Man, we're getting and a lot of injuries. Leaves.
0: Jeez, this is rough. Oh, I hope yeah, this but- is not a trend.
2: Yeah, as I told Jamie earlier today, at least we're not hearing, this player's been put on the reserve COVID list. That player's been put on the reserve COVID list. We still have a a positivity rate well below 1% in the NFL. So hats off to the league for what they're doing.
0: And uh, Heath wrote a big story about this next news item. You can see it all over the web. Um, Robbie Gold, Niners kicker, he said that kicking in stadiums with no fans is going to be different because the fans usually knock down the wind. So I'll just let you read the analysis. Um, Just...
1: just Draft kickers who kick indoors. That's the only Perfect. kicker analysis I've ever done.
0: <laughs> well, the, the air conditioning there, the fans typically knock down. But all right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So we got the mailbag tomorrow. Leave your questions in the Apple Podcast reviews. They'll be answered on the show. You can also email us, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Uh The Stitcher app. I told you about that yesterday as well. Check it out. It's a great place to get... Any podcast you want, but sports right now. They're featuring a lot of sports podcasts, including Fantasy Baseball Today and Pick 6. Uh, You can build playlists on Stitcher. You can download it for free in the App Store. And as we do this draft, how to draft from each spot, please check the link in the episode description. I put a link in there so you can follow along with the picks as they were made. Uh, Let's get started right now. Remember, click that link in the episode description and check out the picks as they go. So... All right, round one. Everybody, just you want to just announce your pick? We'll just go round one. Just say your pick. Jamie, get the first pick. Then Heath, and Dave, then Ben, and so on. Jamie, you're on the clock.
3: Uh, Robbie Gold, 1.1. 1. 1.
0: But there's no fans, Jamie. The wind is going to, you know, screw
3: things up. All right. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. With
1: the second pick in the August PPR pick-by-pick draft, I select Saquon Barkley.
2: Peek.
4: And I took Kamara.
2: Jamie, this is going to take forever if we do this. No, Just
0: for <laughs> round one. That's it. Just round one. Jamie, keep going.
1: <laughs> Dalvin Cook at five. Michael Thomas out of New Orleans Saints.
4: Clyde. Oh, <laughs> you're not going to say his last name.
2: <laughs> Everybody knows there's only one Clyde on the I, planet. I took,
4: we did this before the Miles Sanders injury news. I took Miles Sanders eight. I probably would take Devontae Adams eight if we were doing this today.
3: I took Devontae Adams at 9 before the Devontae Adams injury, and I probably would still take Devontae
2: Adams at 9.
1: I took Austin Eckler at 10, and I would have taken him at (sighs) 7.
2: Joe Mixon, 11. And I took Kenyon Drake at
4: 12.
0: Okay. So, again, round one, your top five were typical. He took Michael Thomas, 6. Then Clyde, Miles, Devontae, Austin, Joe Mixon, and Kenyon Drake. That was your top 12. Um. All right. So let's go back now. Ben, you took. For, I was very disappointed that none of you started running back, running back. By the way, with with a late pick, I have to yell at you for that. But so be it. Ben, you're on the clock with the 13th pick, and you just took Kenyon Drake. And I didn't say the format here. This is full PPR, two running backs, three wide receivers, and a flex, one quarterback, tight end, DST, whatever. Um, no DST. All right. Fine. Who cares? So 15 (laughs) rounds. We Uh, assume
2: that people know what to do with kickers and DSTs if they draft them.
0: Ben, you had Kenyon Drake. What did you do with in round two with the 13th pick? What was your strategy?
4: Yeah. So you, you made an interesting comment about going running back, running back at the end. And I think you can do that because wide receiver is deep, but especially in this format where there's three receivers in a flex, I want to flex a wide receiver and if I do that, my number one isn't coming till the 3-4 turn, and my, my number one and number two. And probably I'm not going to get um, as deep into the receivers as I wanted to. So for me, I actually would disagree. I don't want to go running back, running back. I don't like the, the compounded risk of two running backs early. I want to get right into the receivers and then build that out deep into my flex spot as quickly as possible so I have really explosive receivers all the way through those four slots. So I went Drake, Tyree Kill, Obviously, now, Tyree Hill, we don't know about his status. That was more news today. So, I, I'm really hitting on all cylinders here with Miles Sanders and Tyree Kill in this draft. Well,
0: those are two different teams, though. just to Two different teams. Kenyon Drake and Tyreek Hill is Team 12. Team 11, Dave, you, you took Joe Mixon around one. Why didn't you go running back, running back?
2: Because I knew that I'd be able to get one of Drake, Hill, and Julio. And I think those guys are just amazing football talents. Want to have them on my fantasy team. I was, I was kind of secretly hoping that Ben would go receiver receiver and that Drake would make it back to me. And then I would have started with two RBs, but Julio just fell easy pick in early round two, not overthinking it.
0: Okay. So you go with Mixon and Julio. And I guess it's worth noting that after round one, Kenyon Drake goes with the 12th pick, the running backs that were still available that are going to go in this range are Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, James Connor went in round two. Um, none of those guys have a certainty for a lot of catches. So
1: maybe that is why most of those guys are flat out not going to catch a lot of passes. Yep. Like, like it's not really not that they don't have a certainty. Other than like the names you said, I guess Jones and Connor at the end of the round have a hope for 40 or 50 catches. Right. But the rest of them, there's really not even a hope for that.
0: Right. Okay. Um, all right, so that. So Team 12 is Drake and Tyree Kill. Team 11 is Mixon and Julio Jones. Heath, Austin, Eckler in round one. And what'd you do in <laughs> round two?
1: I, well, you know, I said when I took Eckler, I would take him at a seven. I was lying. He's my number eight overall player, but my number nine player is Travis Kelsey, and he was still there, so I took him. And one of the reasons that I like getting Kelsey here is I'm not going to take Mark Andrews in the third round. And I really don't like taking Mark Andrews that early in the fourth round, there's still generally some really good wide receivers left or you're taking one of those better in running backs. And so I'm probably not taking Andrews. I'm definitely not getting Kittle. This is really the only shot that I'm going to get at having a great tight end. That's interesting.
0: And yeah, just to flash forward to round four, Heath, with this team of Eckler, Kelsey, he took Robert Woods. And I know if you had to choose between Robert Woods and Mark Andrews, you're taking Woods, right?
1: In full PPR for sure, yeah.
0: All right, Jamie. With the ninth pick, you took Devonte Adams, and in round two, you took
3: Josh Jacobs. I was thrilled to have him there um, at that spot. I think uh, you know he's he's clearly crazy about catching sixty passes. So when he catches seventy five, <laughs> I'm going to be thrilled about getting him in in round two. Um, but I do think his receptions go up. I think he's uh, he's a borderline first round pick for me. So I was uh, like Heath said about getting Travis Kelsey. I was I was uh, very happy to get Josh Jacobs that spot.
0: So again, three receiver league. With a flex and full PPR, and you took Devonte Adams in round one, Jamie, with the ninth pick. Did you give any thought to taking a wide receiver um, if Kelsey had fallen? Would you have taken Kelsey there? Why did you go with the running back?
3: I, I like I said, I think Jacobs has top ten upside. I think he's going to challenge for the rushing lead. I think he's going to be more involved in the passing game. So if he gets north of forty catches and does what I expect him to do on the ground, then I think this is uh, a, you know qualifies as a steal. So okay. all right, I'm, sorry, I'm, let me let me I'm rephrase. On Jacobs.
0: Let me rephrase, right? Because we already talked about Ben, Dave, and Heath, their (laughs) second-round picks, but all of them took running backs in round one. So Mm -hmm. I know, you know, you took I did not consider
3: going wide receiver, wide receiver here. The only way I would have done that is if Tyreek or Julio fell.
0: What about Kelsey? What if he had been there?
3: I would have considered Kelsey, but I like Jacobs better.
0: All right, there we go. Uh, Miles Sanders to Ben in round one with the eighth pick in round two. What did you do?
4: I went with DJ Moore, and in our write-ups on the site, one of the cool things that we do is our favorite pick, the pick we might regret and the pick that can make or break our team. I picked this as the pick I might regret, which is interesting because I love DJ Moore. Everyone knows that I have him as my wide receiver five. I have pretty much all off season and I took him here at wide receiver five, but I did strongly consider Derek Henry, which is kind of blasphemous for me. I considered uh, George Kittle as well for a lot of the reasons that he said, And, uh, but, but but really honestly, more, more to the point of, you know, why I might regret it. I pass on Chris Godwin. I pass on Deandre Hopkins. If Moore's not what I think he is, I'm going to regret this pick pretty obviously. So I'm taking him pretty much at his ceiling where I have him ranked above ADP. It's an aggressive pick for sure.
0: So Miles Sanders, DJ Moore, and then this team, the eighth pick spoiler alert in round four, you took Mark Andrews right in the middle of round four, basically. So, Who is the wide receiver that went after Mark Andrews that you would have taken? Thielen, Cooper, McLaurin, Metcalf, Hilton, Chark. Like, Who would your favorite wide receiver have
4: been there? Probably Cooper, even though I don't take him a lot. He is the highest ranked of those.
0: Okay, so would you rather have Cooper and Kittle or Andrews and Moore?
4: See, I think I'd rather have Andrews and Moore. I mean, but it is interesting. You noted Woods for Heath at the 402 or 403. Woods is in a tier up for me from, from Cooper. So maybe if Woods could have slipped or one of these other receivers that had gone at the turn, um, you know, I took AJ Brown and my other team. So if AJ Brown falls back to me, maybe I take AJ Brown and Kittle over Moore right. and Andrews. I, I think there are, you know, there are scenarios where I, I would have rather have taken Kittle there.
0: Gotcha. All right. T- uh, finally, we get a team that goes with two running backs with its first two picks. That's the team seven, which is Dave's team, Clyde edwards helaire in round one. And in round two,
2: Derek Henry. So, you know, he's he's the best available running back that was left. And I'm going to be sensitive to um, when I'm when I'm up pretty much every pick. What's the running back situation going to look like when I'm up again? next and I knew that if I didn't take a running back here if I'd gone with Kittle or DeAndre Hopkins or Chris Godwin uh, my best case scenario is that somebody like Melvin Gordon is there for me in round three and I just I figure that Derek Henry as long as he stays on the field and that's an if but if he stays on the field I think he's got a chance to put up modestly good numbers for PPR if by some miracle the Titans wake up and say wow we should like use this amazing bruiser of a back in different ways so that we're not this, you know, lame one-dimensional offense that occasionally throws to AJ Brown, that would be amazing. And that would enhance his value. And that would make him a steal in the middle of round two. But we've talked about this. We haven't really seen it from the Titans yet. So there's no reason to buy into Derek Henry all of a sudden being a 50 catch running back. But between him and Edwards, he I think I've got all the upside at running back in this draft.
0: Okay. And you would not have even gotten Melvin Gordon in round three. He did not make it back to your third pick. That would have sucked. Heath, team six, you took Michael Thomas in round one. Why did you not take
1: a running back in round two? Because Dave took Derrick Henry. Like, really? That's that's, that's the main reason. I, I, If this had been... Uh, couple weeks ago I I might have taken Nick Chubb and it wasn't necessarily the concussion that kept me from taking Nick Chubb it's the the building buzz in Cleveland that Kareem Hunt's going to have an even bigger role um, than I was anticipating and so I just don't feel like the problem with Chubb is I never really thought he had any chance of catching 40 passes which we talk about that with Jacobs and Henry I now I don't know that he has a chance at 300 carries either if he doesn't get either one of those, then he's not worth a mid-second round pick, or he's just barely worth a mid-second round pick. So, I took uh, I took George Kittle.
0: All right, you take Kittle. So, so now in retrospect, um, Barkley. Uh, so Camara. Uh, sorry, McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke, Kamara, Cook, Edward Ziler, Eckler, Mixon, Drake. I'm losing count, guys. That's nine, right? And then Jacobs ten, and then Henry eleven. Um, and then you took Kittle. In retrospect. With this team, team six, since you did not get a top 11 running back, which appears you want in this format, um, do you think if you could do it again, you would have taken a running back in round one instead of Michael Thomas?
1: No chance. I don't think that the running backs from that, like the difference between Michael Thomas and the running backs after Dalvin Cook for me is, um, is way too big to consider that.
2: They're too risky, right? Is that how you look at me? It's not
1: even that they're too risky. It's that I don't think it's fair to expect any of those running backs. We expect Michael Thomas is going to regress, but he scored probably 40 to 50 more fantasy points than I think it would be fair to expect from any of the running backs left. I think I miscounted. I think it was actually 12 running backs that were off the board. Not, not I, eleven. I don't I he is definitely safer than those running backs. I don't think I can craft an argument that in full PPR, any of the running backs left have a bigger ceiling than Michael Thomas.
2: So it really comes down to how you feel about your first round pick when you're in the middle of round one. And if you're, if you like playing it safe, there's nothing wrong with taking Michael. But it's not playing. It's it, to it Adams. Well, sure. He doesn't have the upside. He doesn't have the same upside as some of the other running backs. At he that. outscored every running back besides. He did, last year. Last year. he did. That's true. But it does. That mean he's going to do it again. It doesn't necessarily mean he's going to do it again, but does not also doesn't mean that these guys that have never done it are going to do it this year. Fair point, but I would say the ceiling is still higher, even in full PPR, for the running backs, particularly um, because they can catch the ball, and that's on top of running, and they could score two different ways. Thomas isn't rushing for any touchdowns. That can't help him. And it's the position scarcity, I think, is real, and people don't want to miss out on that. Yeah. So really, to me, it comes down to, if you if you want to play it safe, take Thomas, and that's cool. If you want to take a chance, and, and listen... It could go very badly for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Miles Sanders or for Dalvin Cook. But if you go with those guys, I think their ceiling is a little bit better than Michael Thomas And
1: And I pulled back on Thomas. I don't remember how many points he scored last year, um, but I've pulled back 15% on what he scored last year. And I still have him projected to score more fantasy points than any of the running backs that are left by a, a pretty good
2: margin. Uh, yeah, so you I think mean, he gets 150 he... catches?
0: no. What I was gonna say is that if he gets 150 targets, which is what he got two, two and three years ago, and he has the same efficiency, he still would have been the number one wide receiver last year. I don't know where he would have ranked among running backs, but look, he he wasn't the second pick; he was the sixth pick. Obviously, everybody agrees those, or you know, almost everybody agrees those top five running backs have more upside than Thomas. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Jamie, so Nick Chubb was there for you in round two. That's who you took with the Dalvin Cook. Team, team five, Dalvin Cook round one, Nick Chubb round two. So there's another team that's running back, running back.
3: Uh, Yeah, same thing. You know, I just the best player on the board. I think he's got a chance to compete for the rushing title. Uh, He's going to lose in the passing game, as we saw with Kareem Hunt. But we had uh, Nathan Zagura, who is a former friend of the show, former colleague of ours. Um, He is uh, the senior media broadcaster for the Browns. And the one thing he said, which I think we talk about a lot, is there's going to be enough opportunities for these running backs to both play in both areas. Uh, And, and, you know, he's going to still be involved in the passing game Chuck. He may not be as involved as he was before Kareem Hunt was – while Kareem Hunt was suspended. But I think we're maybe overlooking a little bit just what – how much he's going to uh, maybe come off the field in passing situations. So I still think he's going to have um, in that 35-40 catch range uh, potentially – and so I, I, I'm, I'm still uh, encouraged that, by Chubb in this that's spot. That's a lot. I don't think he's a first-round pick in PPR. That's a
0: big jump because he had, what, 11 in eight games with Hunt last year? Yep. But they basically just didn't use him in that role. Yeah.
2: Okay. Right. But the problem is now the Browns are just – I think they're going to end up just using both guys in every role. Right. And you're just not going to know when it's going to be Chubb and when it's going to be Hunt. I don't think there's one thing that either back can do – you know, supremely better than the other. Chubb might be a better overall talent and certainly he's faster, but I don't think he's like, you know, leaving Kareem Hunt in the dust. I think the Browns really love what they have in Kareem Hunt and they're going to use them both a lot.
0: Okay. The next pick is Ben Gretches. He had the fourth pick. He took Alvin Kamara and your second round pick was Chris God. Chris Godwin. Okay. Not much explanation needed there. Uh, the best running backs available were Aaron Jones and James Connor. Kittle and Kelsey were off the board, so Chris Godwin. Dave, you had Ezekiel Elliott again, and then in round two with the third pick. Well, pick three was Ezekiel Elliott, and in round two you took?
2: I took DeAndre Hopkins because he was the last elite tier receiver on the board, at least in my opinion, elite tier receiver. And I love a lot of the running backs that were left. I, uh, I assume one of them would make it back to me in round three. So I figured, you know, take the best receiver now and get a running back in round three.
0: I got it Heath, man, team two. Just tell me before like, we even get it, like, how do you feel about team two?
1: Really super weird. I think it's the only team <laughs> this year that I've started with three running backs. Uh-huh. And yeah. <laughs> so it was uncomfortable. But at the same time, and, I, and we talked about this on yesterday's show, I think, and and there was a running back taken right after I took I took James Conner and Chris Carson at the two three turn, and well, there you was, had the second I, pick, but right, right. There, there were two but picks. But in yes, the two, so. right, mm-hmm. um, and I think Aaron Jones is right in that group, but I think there's a big drop off at running back after that. Ben thinks that drop off happens after Nick Chubb. I think it happens a couple of backs later, and so I uh, I took the plunge,
2: and it totally ruined me. I was incensed. And this is a mock. I thought for sure that Heath would have taken at least one receiver with one of those picks in rounds two or three. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I why, why, why did that... you settle for Melvin Gordon if you don't love him? I I at the time I did like him. Hold on. we gotta we'll get there, guys. <laughs> and I we'll still kind of do. <laughs> we'll I still do. <laughs> Four, Four days, days later. ourselves. <laughs> well, no, I mean the report that came out about Philip Lindsay yeah. and all that, that makes me you know a little oh. squeamish about it, but he would have been the running back I would have taken anyway. Like if we were doing it today, I'm not gonna take Levy on. The, all the, the but why do you have to take a running back though? That's the question. Because I don't really love the running backs that are going to be left for me in round four. This goes back to what I was saying uh, when I think we were talking about where I was at with team seven with Edwards, Alara, and Henry. Sure, but I mean, not
3: to skip ahead, but you know, you, you took DK Metcalf in round four and then forced the three uh, three of your next four picks were running backs. Like those three guys are combined better than what Melvin Gordon's going to give you.
2: And yeah, but you, I can't start them all combined. I can only no, but you can start one, one of them and you get a better receiver there. <laughs> i guess you're right i could have well yeah um
0: <laughs> all right this is, so it got interesting so so pick two saquon barkley he took james connor and then jamie with pick one had christian mccaffrey and what did you do with the two three turn
3: i was surprised to aaron jones there you know i, I again I, i'm mm-hmm. uh, clearly i think we all have the same sentiment that he's going to regress but to what level is is really the the question here And, uh, like Keith said, you know, there, there's a drop off. I think it's Aaron Jones is, is where the drop starts. So, you know, you've heard me say he's the bridge running back, but to get him at the end of round two, I thought was good value. Um, I had planned on going receiver receiver, but when, when Jones was there, it was just an easy uh, player to take. Okay. And then you took Juju. Yeah, another easy selection there.
0: McCaffrey, Jones, Juju. And then Heath goes Barkley, James Conner, and then in round three, Chris Carson. So team two starts with three running backs. And I'm glad you did this, Heath, because I know very, very clearly I will never start a three-wide receiver PPR league with a flex, with three running backs.
4: Can I I chime in here real quick, though? Because there's (laughs) something about this that I absolutely love. And this is from... Mr. I would never do this to start a draft, but the, my favorite thing about this, and it's brilliant is that Heath took one more running back, exactly one more running back. The rest of the draft, if you're starting your draft running back, running back, running back, and you're committing that much draft capital to that position, you need those guys to stay healthy. You need them to be good. And you're, you're probably going to be great if they are, but then don't commit a bunch of bench spots to running backs, go out there and make sure you have receiver depth. Make sure you have a potential difference maker tight end, which he took two to make sure he can cover that. He got a couple of good quarterbacks. I love that he finished this draft with four running backs total.
3: I don't think I would disagree with. I wouldn't have taken Minchu. I would have taken I don't know where Benny Snell went or, or somebody just in case. Like, just take one more guy just to kind of cover yourself a little bit like a fifth running back to me makes more sense than a second quarterback on this roster.
2: That's a good Especially if that a good fifth point, running though. back is is the insurance policy for one of it those. It doesn't
3: have third. to be the insurance policy, but I was no, just looking late.
2: But it would be nice. I, I was Dallas. just
3: looking in the in the Minshew range. Like I took McFarland one pick before him, I think, or one pick after him. Like you know, you don't have to take a handcuff, but you know, somebody that if if it helps your roster a little bit more, like you could use that running back depth more so than the quarterback depth.
1: And I I did on every team in this draft because I've talked about it. I took two quarterbacks and two tight ends. Because it's a 15 round draft with no kicker or no defense. And I think that's deep enough where this season you need to do that. Okay. But, but you're right. It would be, I would have a little more security if I'd done that. And my, like to what, to Ben's point, my thought is if Carson and Connor stay healthy, it's going to be a really good team. If Carson and Connor get hurt, it doesn't matter how many backup running backs I have. My team's going to suck.
2: <laughs> uh, you're why I disagree. I don't think that that's the case
1: at all.
0: Hold on. His wide receivers is like look, if we're sitting here looking at the team, we know what it is. His team is Barkley's team too. Barkley, Connor Carson, TY Hilton, Keenan Allen, Julian Edelman. Um Preston Williams might be your flex. Evan Ingram. No,
4: Carson's
3: his flex. Carson.
0: Oh right, I'm sorry. Right. Sorry, my bad. Barkley, Connor, Carson, Hilton, Keenan Allen, Edelman, Evan Ingram. He's playing Carson Williams Wentz. in the
3: six games that Hilton will miss and the seven games right. that <laughs> Elvin will miss. That's <laughs> got a that's lot of injury league. risk, you still man. need
4: receiver depth, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, and it's a good Obviously. thing he went and got that, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So that's team two. <laughs> team three. So Dave, Ezekiel Elliott, DeAndre Hopkins, and then you took Melvin Gordon in round three, and you took him over Kenny Galladay. How could, how could you take Melvin Gordon over Kenny Galladay?
2: Wanted that running back. Had to have that second running back. Dave,
0: Ben's going to tell you... I know what to take better (laughs) players. Well, is this really what you're going to do? I mean, is Melvin Gordon good enough to go position scarcity over better player in in terms of taking Gordon over Galladay?
2: I I think he could be. It's just a matter of it happening that way in Denver. I mean, you lose sight of the fact that Melvin Gordon was regularly getting double digit touchdowns regularly was getting well over a thousand total yards. I, I think he's got the potential to do that. And if, if Philip Lindsay, if this report had never come out, we wouldn't be second-guessing Melvin Gordon here much at all. I think we'd agree that he is a very good number two fantasy running back. And I think he still is, even if He's Phil Flincy is going to take though. 10 to 12 carries. Well, I know, look, I know that there's not going to be a running back that I love for me in round four. I'm picking early in round three. Uh, but why? If I take no, that's Henry Galladay, I don't understand. what do you mean? Understand. Why? What what's there not to understand? If you what I've taken there, you don't Jamie, look receiver. at the draft results. No, fine. So let's say I took Galladay. Yeah. Who are the running backs that are left in late round four? You Read them off. Wrote, you, you, you rotate between you.
3: Singletary or Mostert, and you're
2: well, fine. Well, I think,
1: yeah, I think the idea would be that Metcalf would be your number three receiver. Right, Galladay be your number two,
2: or well, obviously that's what it would be if I'd gone that route. Or but you could have, you
1: could have taken Singletary in round four and your boy Ronald Jones in round five, and had a running back two between the two of those.
0: Yeah, so could have you, done that. you could have gone Zeke, Hopkins, Galladay. Singletary Ronald
3: Jones. Ben looks like he wants to reach the screen and choke Dave right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 <That's> <laughs> haven't you been listening it, but... to anything I've said for two years? No, I mean, why is it so important, I guess, for you to have that good RB2 in this format? Full PPR, three receivers and a flex. Um, I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but tell me, why is that so important? Instead of just saying, okay, I got Zeke, he's my RB1, and I'm going to take four or five other running backs and hope one of them is my RB2.
2: I feel like I can find a receiver worthy of a draft spot anywhere in the draft. And I think that I can find a wide receiver who might not give me the week-to-week numbers of Kenny Galladay, but still good PPR weekly numbers later on in the draft. There are a lot of wide receivers that are pretty good in PPR. Are they elite level like Kenny Galladay? No. Okay, I'm probably going to give up some points there. But I can't say the same for running back. And you guys can tell me to take Devin Singletary and Ronald Jones. And I love that combo. And if I had known then what I know now, I probably would have done that but I I draft with too many people now that like Ronald Jones. So I can't guarantee myself that I'm going to get him every single time. Uh, Just in the way you built this team though, like you only have
3: four wide receivers.
2: Yeah. That's typically how I roll. I don't like to carry a lot of wide receivers, even in a league like this, Jamie, with three wide receivers and a flex, because I can find somebody that can get me 10 to 12 PPR points off the waiver wire most weeks. And this league's a little bit different because we went 15 rounds and we didn't draft any kickers or defenses. So I I think if we actually played this league out, yeah, the talent pool on the waiver wire, it's going to be ugly. But in a normal league where you are drafting a defense and kickers and there's going to be somebody there and I'm confident that I can find receivers every week just to fill in those spots. Is it going to be a dominant spot? No, I'm hoping Melvin Gordon comes through. And I think Melvin Gordon can, if he's given the role that we've thought until today, he would have had in Denver. And in
4: Dave's defense as the kind of wide receiver guy, I mean, his point is the exact, it's just where we diverge. Like, I don't think these late round receivers are going to be consistent week to week. I'm not confident. I can find those guys. I think it's a little harder to do easier said than done, but if Dave is, then that's fine. It's just a difference of opinion. It's
2: streaming. I'm streaming my number three receiver. If the guys that I drafted don't work out.
1: I, I will say like an interesting point because it's something Ben talked about yesterday and, and like where that line is after Dave took Melvin Gordon we went 10 picks without a running back being selected in this draft.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like Ben would like for that to happen after Nick Chubb. I would like to that for that to happen after Chris Carson. This time it happened after Melvin Gordon, but there's that spot where everyone agrees. Okay. There's awesome wide receivers left and we're not going to take any more running backs for a round.
0: And just to keep picking this team apart, you go Zeke Hopkins, Gordon, Gordon, <laughs>
2: Um, Thank God I got two other teams
0: in this. Yeah. <laughs> well, but three of your next five picks for running backs.
3: You, tra- you drafted one more wide receiver than you did quarterback. You drafted three.
2: Well, you guys left Tom Brady for me in round like 13. Of course, I'm going to take down. But you know what? You know what would happen if we played this league out? I would end up t- trading Tom Brady for some mediocre wide receiver. Oh. what do you guys will want Brady. He's going to be fantastic this year. You guys are nuts with quarterbacks sometimes. Of course, I'm nuts with them too. No, you all... Yeah, everybody's... I'm just this skilled podcast as as but Brady in round 14 is crazy.
0: Yeah, Um. Uh, but no, I'm just saying, like, once you got Zeke and Gordon, then in rounds five, six, and seven, you also took running backs, and I feel like maybe if you had just taken one more wide That's receiver... the point
4: Jamie already made. <laughs> let's, yep. let's move on from right. this team all of right. days. All
0: yeah. right, all right. Team four is Ben. <laughs> Camara in round one, Godwin around two. Five, six, and
2: eight, by the way. And oh, Philip Lindsay six, is five. one of those running backs. <laughs> so kiss my ass, all of you, dude. Your team sucks. All right, this team is awesome. It's a great team. Go ahead,
0: Alvin Kamara in round one for Ben at four. Chris Godwin, and then in round three,
4: I took Galladay there, and that's going to be a theme for me. I think in a lot of leagues, if as, unless I take Kelsey or Kittle in the second, but running back, receiver, receiver is a, a start that I'm really, really comfortable with this year.
0: Okay. Team five is Jamie. It's Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb so far. Going wide receiver here. Three receivers and a flex.
3: No, I wasn't going to pass on Patrick Mahomes. Um, So, you know, uh, like Dave said, we go a little bit too crazy with quarterbacks. But round three, I think, for Mahomes is a good spot for him. And um, I had a, a fairly good feeling that I would get one of my top 24 receivers in round four, which happened with Terry McLaurin. I did not expect to take Leonard Fournette in round five. Not to jump ahead, but I'm going to. And then uh, very similar to what we just talked about, uh, like Heath, I'm sorry, like what Ben was saying that Heath did, I just started just throwing a lot of capital at wide receiver after that. So um, I don't love Devontae Parker in round six, but he was, you know, the next guy that I thought has the chance to still be a good enough number two wide receiver. But, you know, then I just started taking guys that I like in, in Johnson Shepard and uh, Deontay Johnson, Stone Shepard and Anthony Miller.
0: All right, Heath, you had the sixth pick, Michael Thomas, George Kittle,
1: still no running back here. What'd you do in round three? Well, you know, I took three running backs to the other team, so I didn't want to take any running backs with this team. Uh, I took Allen Robinson, and this is the point where I would agree that I took the safe pick. Like, I feel pretty confident Allen Robinson's going to be a top 12 wide receiver in PPR this year. I don't have a lot of hope that he's going to be a top five guy, but I really with this roster, the next round I took Amari Cooper. I think there's a there's a pretty decent chance that I've got three top 13 or 14 wide receivers and the number two tight end, and it probably won't matter who my running backs are if that's the case.
0: It won't matter? It
1: yeah, won't points. matter.
0: What? What's that, what's that Ben? I said points are points. Right, like, it, but you still like need to
2: start out running backs. More. But if that's the case, then why isn't Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes the top two picks in the draft?
1: Because you can get Tom Brady in round 13. Well, exactly. That's the point. It's but if you're going to go that perfect. route,
3: like like Heath he's running backs are perfect. Yeah, Agreed. I think
0: you drafted good running backs. So he the team six was Michael Thomas, George Kittle, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, and then Kareem Hunt, DeAndre Swift, Tariq Cohen, and on Johnson. I think you drafted good running backs. I guess they, they locked
2: up the Lions' backfield. That's a championship.
0: Tariq
3: Cohen in PPR is is going yes. to be a borderline starter. Kareem Hunt is a borderline starter, if not better than that, depending on what happens with Nick Chubb. And then he has one of the Lions guys, you know, so he just needs two of them. All you need is two. Right.
4: Yeah. That's kind of my Dave. That was a good comeback Dave with the quarterback points of points thing. It's more just running backs and receivers. I would say that I mean with the points or points thing, but he's going to get some points out of running back. He's going to give up some points to a lot of his opponents because they might only score him 10 per week. Sometimes. And other guys might have, you know, running back second score him twenty plus. But if he has three top ten receivers and the number two tight end, he's making up those points somewhere else. Like it doesn't have to come from running back. You know what I mean, Heath? When you look at
0: this team, right? Michael Thomas, Kittle, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, uh, Kareem Hunt, DeAndre Swift, Tariq Cohen, on Johnson. Do you need Robinson and Cooper to be good?
1: Can they be bad and you could still have a good team? In my. Th- like I, it depends on what you mean by they could disappoint. They could be low end number twos instead of high end number twos, and I think I could be okay because I think there's enough upside with those running backs. But no, if your third and fourth round pick are just terrible, you, you got an
2: uphill battle. Right. Yeah. But that's nope. not just because you took receivers. That's just how right. it is for everybody, no matter who you take. If your picks stink, you're in trouble.
0: I understand that, but I guess when you're not really like diversifying your portfolio, but when you've completely forsaken running backs for the first four rounds. Um, I wonder if it sort of gives you less margin for error with those picks because you're going to be weak at running backs so you need to crush it at wide receiver.
1: I I, like I could see that being true but I think it's more true of the team two where I took three running backs. Where you need those running backs to be good. I think it's more important that James Conner and Chris Carson are good than it is that Allen Robinson and, and Amari Cooper are. Yeah,
0: well fair enough and you also have Kittle on the team though. Um, right, right. All right, Dave, team seven was Clyde Edwards, e and Derrick Henry, so this is a two-running back team. Round three, what'd you do?
2: Cooper Cup, safe pick, 90 catches, a lot of touchdowns. Okay. Ben, Miles Sanders in round one with pick eight, DJ Moore in
0: round two, and then?
4: Mike Evans, who I think is, you know, I'm not trying to bash any of the receivers ahead of him, but I think Mike Evans is woefully undervalued. I mean, I almost feel like, You could make a case for him over DJ Moore in the early second round where I took DJ Moore. I'm just not really convinced that. uh, And I took Godwin in this draft too. I really like Godwin. But I think they're going to get similar targets. Evans is going to get way more air yards. He's going to have the downfield targets. His role is more valuable for producing fantasy points. Yes, Godwin was way more efficient last year. But Evans has six straight thousand-yard seasons. I don't understand why this guy goes late third, honestly.
0: I guess, guys, instead of telling me about the player you picked, tell me why you picked that position, basically. Um, did I already s- made that point. What do you mean?
4: Uh, and I'm um, on pick four. I told you, I like to go running back, wide receiver, oh, okay. wide receiver. Right. So I, I diversified a little bit. Go with it. All right. This, all right. Is, this is podcasting. <laughs>
0: J- Jamie with the ninth pick took Devonte Adams, then Josh Jacobs in round two. And then?
3: Similar to the other uh, uh, pick five where I took Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Lamar Jackson's just sitting there. I think it's uh, a good spot to take him. Um, I I like the fact that I already had one of my top receivers and one of my top running backs, so it was easy to take the best player on the board in Lamar Jackson. Okay, Heath with the 10th pick, Austin Eckler
0: in round one, Travis Kelsey in round two, and who'd you take in round three?
1: Yeah, I took uh, Calvin Ridley. And it, it wasn't totally an easy choice. It was an easy choice for me to take a wide receiver there um i actually kind of thought that i would get levy on bell by not taking him but i wasn't considering taking levy on bell over calvin, Rid- calvin ridley um i didn't get levy on bell back spoiler alert
0: <laughs> no you om- almost did so that's eckler kelsey and ridley at the if
2: 10. you had to pick again heath would you have taken levy on
1: no no i wouldn't take levy on over ridley but i do wish that i had got levy on the next round hmm. okay
2: All right, Dave, with the 11th pick, took Joe Mixon in round one and Julio Jones in round two and in round three. I did not want to take Le'Veon Bell either in round three. The receiver that I liked best was Tyler Lockett. So I took him and uh, just figured I would take my chances with whatever would be there in round four. Had to get another receiver there because I didn't love the running backs that were left.
0: All right, so it's Mixon, Julio Jones, and Tyler Lockett. And then Ben had Kenyon Drake in round one at the 12th pick with Tyreek Hill. And then what'd you do at the 3-4 turn?
4: I went A.J. Brown and Odell Beckham. This one ended up being my favorite team. I have a lot of upside receivers, and I, I kept hammering receiver. Um, and I, I've talked before, but I think that they're all you know maybe a little bit boom or bust, but I, I think it spreads out some of the variants. I don't think there's going to be a lot of weeks where they all have down weeks. I think there are going to be potential monster weeks.
0: I feel... We can look at this team. I mean, maybe we'll go through four picks and then look at the teams and how they shaped up, right? So pick 12 was Drake. Pick 13 was Tyreek Hill. That's how he started his team. A.J. Brown, Odell Beckham are his next two picks. I mean, I really feel like you took very risk-reward play. I, mean, I feel like the only safe player on your team after the first two is Jared Goff, who you took in round 13. But it's a volatile team, isn't it? I mean, a lot of potential outcomes here, right? So it's at quarterback, Drake in round one. You took Cam Akers at the end of round six, was it? Or the the beginning of round six. Um, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Odell Beckham, Will Fuller. Four straight picks, rounds two through five. Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Odell Beckham, Will Fuller. What do you think of your team? Hayden Hurst is your tight end. Let's talk about team 12 here.
4: Yeah, I love it. I mean, Fuller's going to be my flex and between Hill, Brown, Beckham, Fuller. I know people have noted like a lot of a lot of people have noted they have low floors, particularly low weekly floors. They're not going to be consistent. And I was just saying that I think when you have all of that type of upside in a lineup, more likely than not, they're not all going to bust in the same week. But if they you know, if they do, I'll lose that week. That, that has to be the strength of this team. But Drake gives me a legitimate number one. Hurst and Goff, I think, gave me plenty of stability at quarterback and tight end. And then it's just a matter of, do I find a weekly starter at running back two out of Akers, Breida, Boston, Scott? I I think I can do that with those guys. I think I was fine with the running backs in the middle rounds. I still got CeeDee Lamb and LaVisca Chenault if one of these, like if Fuller gets hurt or if Hill's not healthy, I think those are really high upside uh, rookies as well. I agree with you that that there's a lot of volatility here, but I like seeking volatility. I think there's a lot of upside on this roster.
0: All right, and so just to be clear, he's he's loaded at wide receiver. Um, four of his first five picks are wide receiver. He's got Goff as a late-round quarterback and Hayden Hurst in round 10. So what did he do at running back? This is pick 12. Kenyon Drake in round one, Cam Akers in round six, Matt Breida, Boston Scott in rounds eight and nine, Reichwell Armstead in round 12, and Lynn Bowden in round 14.
3: The only thing I would have done differently is the C.D. Lamb pick. I would have probably gone running back there just because I think you probably got Lamb a little bit later especially, again, you know, knowing who you're drafting with. I don't think any of us are going to take Lamb in that spot. Um, And if you, you know, whoever it may be, you know, that came, you know, Antonio Gibson, for example, I know you you drafted him in pick eight coming back. You know, something like that I think may have been better for this team. Okay, so
0: that's team 12, which is very wide receiver heavy. Did take a running back in round one and then four wide receivers. Team 11 is Dave's. That's Joe Mixon in round one, Julio Jones in round two. Tyler Lockett in round three. And who'd you take in round four?
2: Le'Veon Bell. I hit the draft button. And you know what? In a PPR league, it's not that bad. I was pretty... I wasn't thrilled, but I was okay with it. I mean, Le'Veon's going to be a guy that a lot of people settle for, and I settled for him to be my RB2.
0: So how did this team turn out? You started your team with a running back in rounds one and four and wide receivers in rounds two and three. Mixon, Le'Veon Bell, Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett... And then how did you play out the rest of Team 11?
2: I picked up another running back in round five. I figured that was the way to go because Ben needed a running back. So I took Mark Ingram before he could get him. Not that he would have taken him, he probably wouldn't have, but I wanted to get him anyway. Uh, Tyler Boyd in round six, I was thrilled with in a full PPR. Such a different type of wide receiver there. Really happy to have him as my number three. Higby after that, then James White, who just, you know, really good running back depth, especially in PPR. Jalen Rager, Tevin Coleman. Damian Harris. I don't know how I got Harris so late, but I did. And then in rounds 12 and 13, Drew Brees and Matthew Stafford. I figured between the two of them, one'll start each week. Giovanni Bernard in round 14 to go with Joe Mixon, Randall Cobb. 10 PPR points per week minimum for Randall Cobb this year. He was my last pick.
0: <laughs> All right, so so let me just ask you this, right? Who who do you like better? J- Josh Jacobs or Derrick
2: Henry? I think I like, I think I probably like Jacobs a slightly bit more in full PPR over Henry. I think there's a little bit more of a chance for him.
0: Okay. All right. So, which team, which start do you like better? Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, or Joe Mixon, Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett, Le'Veon Bell?
2: Julio Jones. I'm happy with how my team turned
0: okay, out. Okay. So, you'd rather have Julio and Bell than Jacobs and Woods? Correct. How about the rest of you guys? This is the decision you're going to have to make with with these picks here. Running back, running back, or running back, wide receiver. What did you say, Jamie? Jacobs and Woods.
4: Heath,
1: Ben? Uh, I would take Julio and Bill. I would,
4: uh, 10 times out of 10, take Julio and
1: Woods.
4: (laughs) 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 You could Uh, do that, too. Why are you even asking me?
2: You could do that, too. Um. All right. He. So if I had done that, let's just say I had done that, then I could have had David Montgomery as my second running back, or any of the rookies not named Edward Ilair, or Jonathan Taylor as my second running back. No,
0: no, Dave, you still could have had Mark Ingram.
2: You,
0: you would have
1: Mark Ingram and David
2: Montgomery. Yeah, you would have gone have that, both. That would have been pretty yeah. sexy,
0: right? You go Mixon, Julio, Lockett, Woods, Ingram. And then Montgomery,
2: if you want. Yeah. I'd get thirty catches out of my RB two and RB three combined.
0: <laughs> but you'd have Robert Woods instead of Le'Veon Bell, who's got like f- Frank Gore there and a terrible offense. And like, isn't Robert Woods just a I safer pick? But
4: he's in the best shape of his life. They're saying it. All I've right. never heard that line before. And it really I, has those, to be excited.
0: <laughs> <those> <laughs> Robert Woods? Uh, well, look, these are I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong. Those are the decisions you're gonna have to make. All right, team ten, Heath, Austin Eckler. Travis Kelsey, Calvin Ridley, and then you took Robert Woods.
1: I got that Robert Woods that everybody wants. There it is. <laughs> and he's your wide receiver, too. He is my wide receiver, too. Um, this was probably, of the three teams, my favorite. Um, I really like, like... Are we just going through my team yeah, now? Yeah, Okay, so my my wide receiver trio from rounds three through five, Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods, and A.J. Green. I took Jamison Crowder in round eight, just in case A.J. Green's not A.J. Green anymore. But I was so happy. I know Dave doesn't like David Montgomery. I was so happy to get David Montgomery in round six as my number... I really didn't think when I went Kelsey Ridley-Woods-Green that I would have a number two running back as good as David Montgomery. Took Deshaun Watson in round three. So I, by my view... I'm very good at wide receiver. I'm elite at quarterback and tight end. Oh, yeah, and I have Austin Eckler. And you took Deshaun the, Watson around seven.
4: Is that the first time anyone called David Montgomery good? Did, I called him good when he was coming that
0: out. That cow by too. I mean, he might be good, but I'm sure Heath was very happy. He's going to be very involved, David Montgomery. So the moral of the story here for Team 10, you start Eckler and Kelsey. And even in a three receiver PPR league, there's enough there are enough wide receivers. Or he went Ridley Woods, AJ Green. And he was very happy with that. Still ended up getting Deshaun Watson, Jamison Crowder, who's you know could be a PPR must start, and then a bunch of high end running backs, high upside running backs. Yeah, Alexander that, Madison. I, she, yeah, good.
1: I think that's a good point. Like I had Eckler and Montgomery. I wanted to draft some running backs that had the possibility to make me sit. David Montgomery. And so that's why I went Madison Edmonds and Justin Jackson in rounds nine through 11. Okay.
0: Jamie, you had team nine. That was Devontae Adams in round one and Josh Jacobs in round two and then Lamar Jackson.
3: And what would you do in round four? I took Todd Gurley uh, just to be a little bit different. If if we were playing this out, I would have taken Adam Thielen. Um, But I took Gurley in the spot just to uh, see how much I liked it. And after doing it, I didn't really love it as much.
0: Okay, good to know. So you just didn't feel good about your wide receivers in this league or what?
3: No, I feel I feel fine with my wide receivers. But if, if this was an actual draft that I was um, going to play out, I would have taken Adam Thielen over Todd Gurley.
0: So then what regret do you have? Because your next two picks were Cortland Sutton and Marquise Brown. Those are pretty good picks as your two, wide receivers two and three. And you're a little stronger at running back now with Josh Jacobs and Todd Gurley. I, it looks to me like to pick work because I know how much you like Marquise Brown in round six, especially
3: as a third receiver. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I'm just wondering what it was about the girly pick that you didn't like. No,
3: I, I'm, I'm fine with the team. I'm just telling you, like if this was a, a draft that I was going to, um, inve- like, I I think if you're, let me put it this way. Uh, I think you're going to see Todd Gurley go ahead of Adam Thielen feeling more times than that. So I, I, I was trying to sort of reflect that a little bit. Um, but After taking Jacobs and Adams and then taking the Jackson pick in round three, the smarter pick would have been Adam Thielen.
2: I guess I would would have been able to get one of the running backs that we were talking about Montgomery acres, Mark Ingram.
3: Yep. Come back for them in round five. Probably would have been the pick instead of something. Yep. I don't know. I mean, I, I
0: like the way it turned out for you, though. I'm wondering if this. This should maybe. I, I don't have a at all. I like the way it
3: turned out, also. But I'm just saying, like, I, as a player versus player, and okay. and upside versus downside, Thielen has more upside, in my opinion, than Gurley does.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, ben with the eighth pick, Miles Sanders, then DJ Moore, then Mike Evans, Miles Sanders, DJ Moore, Andrews Mike Evans. Mark Andrews in the fourth. All right, Mark Andrews in the fourth. All right, so what do you think about this team?
4: This is yeah the other one that I really liked. I didn't like how four worked out as much, but this one I I liked I, getting Andrews is big. I took Ronald Jones in the fifth, a little higher for my running back two the normal, but I'm really excited about the the buzzer on Jones and then Gallup and Kirk are two guys that I really like as my wide receiver three and four. So I, I kicked the can a little bit on wide receiver here, but I still got two of my priority receivers before there's that drop off after about 40 receivers that, that concerns me. So I still got four receivers through those seven rounds that I like.
0: So, uh, Matt Ryan in round 10, that's your quarterback. This is teammate Miles Sanders and Ronald Jones are the running backs. DJ Moore, Mike Evans, Michael Gallup are the wide receivers. Mark Andrews at tight end. And then right now, Christian Kirk would be the flex. Also, Deebo Samuel is on this team. Uh, Antonio Gibson, A.J. Dillon, Keyshawn Vaughn, Curtis Samuel, Carlos Hyde, Rex Burke. Had a ton of running back depth. That's how Ben does it. But pick eight went running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, tight end, running back. Uh team seven is Dave's Clyde Edwards Elayer and Derrick Henry with the first two picks. So we'll see how you if you start in the middle of the draft with two running backs, how's it gonna turn out? Cooper Cup was round three, and then in round four, Dave? Adam
2: Thielen. Thanks, Jamie. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> all right, Adam Thielen was the pick there, and then Zach Ertz in round five. So,
2: right, you, you that was a really that was a close call for me between Ertz and Rojo. I you know, I love Rojo, but I figured Getting that third running back in a league where I need to get a bunch of guys that can catch tons of passes. I figured Ertz was safer and the value was great in round five.
0: And then you took Dak Prescott in round six. So now you've got a top five quarterback, a top yep. four tight end, Edward Zelaire, Derek Henry, Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen. That's, I mean, I, I like this a lot. How did you feel about I, this team?
2: I, I love it. I do think, though, that uh, just this is just how this draft went, and our quarterbacks always go so low. I think Dak might have been the worst quarterback value in in the entire draft, going in round six. Because I think in in regular leagues that aren't populated by the the five of us, I think that you'll probably see quarterbacks go sooner. And I would have rather probably had Mahomes or Jackson in round three than Dak in six. I think Dak will probably be close to late round four to around five pick. So I got him one round later. Then he might normally go, but I still like it. I still think I, it was good. I just I wish I had waited another round to get the quarterback.
1: I would rather have Dak in round six than in the round three quarterbacks. And if you look at our ADP right now, Mahomes and Jackson are going in the middle of round one. Lamar's a round two three pick. So they, where's how, Dak? How, our our Dak is a round two three pick. Oh,
2: okay. So he's going even two, sooner turn. than I thought he'd go. Yeah.
0: How'd the okay. rest of your team turn out? We know you know you got a lot of high end talent here. So, how the, what's the rest of your team? What's their team? I
2: was like? pretty. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I got a lot of guys that I uh, I target generally in a draft, and that includes Darius Slayton. Uh, Brandon Cooks is also on the team. So, those are my top four wide receivers: Cup, Thielen, Cooks, and then Darius Slayton. Jordan Howard is my third running back. Uh, went with a running back run myself in the second half of my draft, got Naheem Hines, Darrington Evans, Adrian Peterson. And then with my last three picks, I just I tried to get some value. I didn't really care about what I needed for my roster, but I did end up getting that second tight end. It was Austin Hooper. Got my second quarterback. It was Roethlisberger with my last pick. Jeez Louise, round fifteen for Roethlisberger. That's pretty insane. Robbie Anderson was my second to last pick, just to give me a little extra wide receiver depth. We'll see how he does the first couple of weeks, and if he sucks, I cut him.
0: Cool, Heath, with the sixth pick. This was an interesting team. Michael Thomas, George Kittle. Allen Robinson, and we talked about this team a little bit, Amari Cooper. So when you start with your first four picks, none of them are running backs. How'd this team turn out?
1: I love it, but that's because I love Kareem Hunt in round five, and I've got Swift. I mean, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. Tariq Cohen is a fine starter, and if you're not starting him as a number two, then he's a good flex in PPR by my expectation. I've got Swift and Kerry on Johnson. I also took Duke Johnson and Malcolm Brown a little bit later. And you know, the question you asked, do I need Allen Robinson and Amari Cooper to be good for this team to have a chance? One thing that would help me in that scenario is I did take two more receivers in round nine and 10, Jerry, Judy, and a couple of rookies, Judy and Ayuk. And there's one of those guys could just explode onto the scene.
2: The nice thing about those two rookies is that they're ticketed for regular playing time right away. I don't think you have to worry about either one of them having to sit on the bench or only play 30% of the snaps. I think they're going to be on the field a lot to begin the year.
0: Last question on this team. I don't know if you had this opportunity, but since you had Amari Cooper, would you have taken CeeDee Lamb instead of Jerry Judy? Would that have mattered?
1: I would have been, yeah, I might have. I did not have that opportunity because I think that he went like two rounds before
2: Judy. Last pick around seven.
0: Oh yeah, and you took Judy in round nine round nine. Okay, fair enough. So that's an opportunity for all of you out there if you if you want to kind of kinda of zero RB it. Michael Thomas, George Kittle, Allen Robinson, and Amari Cooper. And then Kareem Hunt, DeAndre Swift, Tariq Cohen, Carrion Johnson were Heat's next four picks. Jamie, this was not a zero RB team. This was an RBRB team with the fifth pick. Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Patrick Mahomes in round three. So in this you know, PPR three receiver league, you go the first three rounds without a run, without a wide receiver. How did it turn out?
3: Uh, I like it. You know, I, again, you can get Patrick Mahomes in round three. So, you know, he he's assuming his receiving core healthy, uh, a difference maker. Um, I, I, I like Dalvin Cook a lot, obviously at five. I think Nick Chubb was a great value pick in round two. Um, getting Terry McLaurin in round four was, uh, well, you know, I don't know, gratifying, but, you know, certainly made me feel a little bit better about this team getting, a guy who I think has top 20 upside who should see a ton of targets coming off a strong rookie campaign. Um, the surprise pick for me was Leonard Fournette in round five, but I think he fell too far. He's going to fall too far in our drafts. So to get him as a flex option, I think, is is fantastic. And then it was, like I said earlier, I was going to throw a lot of uh, capital at, at wide receiver um, with my next few picks, which is what I did. Devontae Parker, Deontay Johnson, Sterling Shepard, and Anthony Miller. And then I took Paris Campbell in round 13.
2: Yeah. Jamie, do you think you have a wide receiver that can't give you an average of 13 PPR points per week? That can't? That can't. I think McLaurin
3: can. Uh the other yeah. guys are going to be the the question marks, but that's why, you know, you try and take uh you know some swings, which I think Deontay Johnson's got a huge upside. I think Sterling Shepard could be the best Giants receiver, as he showed, you know, when he was on the field last year. Um, I'm excited about Anthony Miller in his third season. And then Devontae Parker's, you know, kind of a wild card for me, but Um, If he's anything close to what he was last year after Preston Williams got hurt, then this is a steal in round six.
2: Right. I actually love this. This is part of the reason why I'm not going gaga for wide receivers early on is because you can find guys that they're not going to give you 17 or 18 PPR points per week. But there aren't a lot of wide receivers that can do that anyway. I I think that this is this is a way to go, especially if you don't want to feel naked at running back, even in one spot in your lineup.
0: Big contrast from Team 6. Team 6 was Heath's. That was the Thomas, Kittle, Robinson, Cooper team. This team did not draft a wide receiver until round 4. So this is what your team might look like. Jamie's starting lineup is Mahomes, Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb with Leonard Fournette at the flex. Terry McLaurin, Devontae Parker, and either Deontay Johnson or Sterling Shepard. And uh, he's got Chris Herndon or Jared Cook at tight end. So very, very different strategies. And Herndon and Cook were his last two picks. Ben, for, uh, ben with team four, Alvin Kamara, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay were your first three picks. Let's talk about the rest of your team.
4: Yeah, I took Jonathan Taylor late in the fourth this time around, and, and early in the draft season, there was times where I was taking him early in the third, and I've mentioned on the show a couple of times, it's not that I've moved Taylor down or, or stopped any enthusiasm for him in terms of the running backs. It's more just a positional shift that I've had that I had throughout the summer where I really want to target receivers in these middle rounds. Uh, and he's the pick. That's kind of the the turning point of this team where then I get Diggs, who I really like in the fifth, I get Landry in the sixth. We don't know how healthy Landry is going to be. Uh, I wind up getting Hardman and Harry a little later. Those are two upside receivers I love. And if either of them hits and Hardman already might be on his way, um, you know, I won't really mind that Landry pick as my flex so much, but kind of the point is taking Taylor there costs me the dominant receivers all the way through down to my flex that I have on some of my other rosters. And I think you need that if you're not going to be dominant at RB two. So either Taylor has to be a monster uh, or I got, I have to get, you know, Hardman or Harry to, to hit late, but, I, I don't hate it, but it is a little bit of a different look for me, where I'm less comfortable with how deep my receivers are. Well, I mean, when, you could
3: end up playing Zach Moss as your flex. I mean, I know that's not something you would prefer, but if he's the best running back in Buffalo, then that's a steal in round seven. He might yeah, be his RB two to begin the year.
4: I liked the late round running backs I got in the team: Zach Moss, DeAndre Washington, Benny Snell, and Edo Smith. I like all those guys. Yeah, well, I want
3: to ask you because this is we did another draft after this, a non-PPR draft, which will be on the site on Friday. You're still prioritizing Washington over Darrell Williams, even though the Chiefs aren't doing the same.
4: Yeah, Williams is like a 225, 230-pound back. I think he – and he has the most familiarity with the offense. I think he's probably going to have a role, and I still like him. I mean, right when this news first broke that Damian Williams will opted out, I said he's probably going to wind up being the best value. Um, But Washington's a guy who was very good in Oakland last year, can catch passes, played with Mahomes, yada, 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 in college, yada, yada, yada. I think he's the guy that has, like, upside. If if Edward is not really a, a great guy, he's the guy that could be the pass catcher and kind of the Damian Williams type. So One, so more like ceiling in, in his weekly outputs.
1: Gotcha. I, um, the only question I had about this team, and I think you hit on it, and the importance of Jonathan Taylor. I was surprised with Taylor as your number two, that six through eight range where you took Murray, Moss, Hardman, and then DeAndre Washington even. Did you consider a running back like Tariq Cohen or somebody that you could definitely start week one.
4: Yeah. I think in hindsight, the Landry pick is probably where I would do that because I ended up with Hardman and Harry and they're these upside guys. If either of them hits, they're going to start over Landry. Landry's just going to be a bench guy on this roster. And it's not to say I don't like Landry, but, um, This almost should have been an even more running back early team where I in round six before I went with Kyler or not take Kyler in round seven. Don't you know, don't take an early quarterback or early ish quarterback and get a running back there. One of those spots. Yeah, I agree. I think that that a guy like Cullen would have made sense here. Right. So would you have
2: taken Raheem Mostert over Jarvis Landry?
4: I probably would have went Cohen, but Mostert, I think maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe, actually. I don't
2: know. Maybe we can make a trade.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's your team that that we talked about. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There you go. Uh, Right, so Ben, with the fourth pick, went Kamara, Godwin, Galladay, Jonathan Taylor, Stephon Diggs, and then he went Jarvis Landry as his fourth receiver, but he's thinking maybe he should have taken Tariq Cohen there. Kyler Murray as his quarterback. Blake Jarwin and TJ Hawkinson, tight ends. So late tight ends here, but this was a team that started running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back. Um, and he's thinking maybe since Jonathan Taylor is a little risky at RB2, maybe instead of taking that fourth wide receiver in round six, you grab Tariq Cohen, you grab someone that you're more comfortable starting as your RB2, uh, at or least just, early in the season.
4: Or just do what I normally do and take another receiver. There. I mean, I could have, I probably would have taken DJ Chark there. And then with Landry becoming Cohen, I probably like that roster more.
0: Instead of Jonathan Taylor, you're saying you're take DJ Chark? Yep. Okay. You gotta have Jonathan Taylor though. Come on. I mean, if you're if you're doing a 12 team league where you have three of the teams and you don't have Jonathan Taylor, then something right. went wrong. Uh, Dave with the third pick, Zeke. Oh, this we've dissected this team. This is the very running back heavy team. Zeke, Hopkins,
1: Gordon, Metcalf. He's S- already trading Mostert. Singletary, Come on. <laughs> Mostert, Wilson. Can we skip this team? Like you, you hate this team, and you clearly hate the next team we're going to talk about. So I think maybe we should just do a few minutes on which team you hate more.
0: I think I hate I think I hate team 3 more than team 4.
2: I really no, hate team, team 2. You more hate than team, team 2. two. Yeah, oh, team 2. How can two. you hate team 2 more than team 3? I like Team Two more than Team Three. <laughs> right, no, I team, team, three, three. team Three is the worst. Team Three. Is worst. I would trade. I would trade my team, and it's got Zeke and Nuke and guys I love, and I would trade me? it for Heath's you're, team right now. You're giving Dave three running backs to start his team. You think that's hard? <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So Heath, Team Two was three running backs to start: Barkley, Connor, Carson, uh, Hilton, Keenan Allen, Edelman, Evan Ingram, Preston Williams. Latavius Murray, Mike Williams, Carson Wentz, yada, yada, yada. Rob Gronkowski is the backup tight end, and Gardner Minshew is the backup quarterback. We
3: we drafted this in a spreadsheet. If this was on CBS Sports, it would just be
2: red X's all the way down the line. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there aren't enough running backs on this team, actually. I think I want to trade back. Here's the thing that I think
1: I'm going to defend my team just a little bit, even though this is my least favorite team. I'm not arguing that I think this is like anywhere close to the best team that anyone drafted. Um, I think it's underrated how much wide receiver upside there is here. Like T.Y. Hilton, if he plays 16 games with Phillip Rivers, probably a top 15 wide receiver. Julian Edelman and Keenan Allen were top seven wide receivers last year. I've got Preston Williams, Mike Williams, Brian Edwards, Michael Pittman, like young guys that can have a breakout at any moment. I don't think it's all that unlikely that the receivers are okay.
0: That's, it's not a bad
1: point. There's so much risk on but this down team. But Allen and think. element aren't doing that again. You know that. I, I don't think they probably will. But uh, they're my number two and number three. I don't need them to be number seven. Like If they are number 20 and number 30, and I've got those three running backs at the start, that's good. Yes.
0: All right. Team one is Jamie's McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster, and then DJ Chark was your fourth pick. So how did this team turn out?
3: I love it. I'm I'm very excited about the balance that I have here because of the receivers that I got late with Deshaun Jackson, Steven Sims, and Golden Tate, who I think is very undervalued given what he did last year. Uh, Josh Allen in round nine is perfect. Um, Daryl Henderson as a force running back, if he hits, that's a steal. And then again, Aaron Jones, we know what he is. Uh, but as Heath likes to say all the time with the number one overall pick, you get a gift with McCaffrey. And so it's just, do you screw it up? And I don't think I screwed it up. So that's the the best part about it. So he's got Josh Allen and
0: Darren Waller at quarterback and tight end. That's good. I mean, that's not dipping into the late tiers. That's missing out on the elites, but, but at least on draft day, but still plenty of upside there and mid tier guy or like second tier. Uh, McCaffrey and Aaron Jones at running back, Juju, Chark, Marvin Jones at wide receiver, David Johnson at flex. Um, I would like to get into this another time, but I like from talking to you guys, you four, Jamie. And David Johnson is one that I just never expected. I just figured you would hate David Johnson this year. And I feel
3: like you keep drafting him in PPR. In round five, it's not bad because if he does play like the guy, if he produces like the guy that we saw at the beginning of last season,
1: then this is an easy selection because he should have gone sooner. I, I wrote about, like, I love this in round five. It, I wrote about Johnson today Like, if he's just Carlos Hyde as a rusher and catches 30 passes, that's basically Joe Mixon from last year.
2: I like him in round five, too, but it's got to be at the other end of round five. Right. This was the first pick of round five, but fair enough.
0: All right. Any final thoughts, guys?
2: It's a long show. (laughs) Let's go over team three again. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) The more, you know what? The more I look at it, the more I like it. I know I sound (laughs) crazy, but. Cleaning back I would sign up for <laughs> clean I would sign up for that
1: team. Dig in.
4: I, I do would kind in of like the Lazard Perryman combo. Like, if you're gonna do this, at least you got some fun. Research. Hey, you got
2: 90 catches between Lazard and Perryman. So you're good. <laughs> you got
3: some downfield,
2: guys. They us play. No, 180 Hi, catches between Lazard and <laughs> I'm gonna
0: make Dave feel better. I'm gonna say Team Seven is my favorite team. That would be no, you
2: don't need to make me feel better, Adam. See, here's the last point I'd love to make. If you walk out of your draft and your friends make fun of you because they think your team sucks, but you like your team, it's really all that matters. It's your team, it's your squad, you got the players that you wanted you should be happy with it you don't need to listen to the haters I'm not listening to these haters what do they know I'm happy with the team I've got running backs for the whole season does anybody want to trade a wide receiver to me please I'm begging you I'm not going to be picky you know just anything we can do give me a call you got my phone number
0: you probably do have Dave gives out his phone number like candy. Hit me up. It's like Halloween every day with Dave's phone number. All right, then we're out of here, but I like Team 7. So check it out. Remember, the spreadsheet is available in the episode link or in the episode description. There's a link to it there and you can see the teams. All right, that's it for today's marathon show. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Mailbag tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived.